Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Claw and the King. Once again, joined by my co-host Soups. How are you doing on this fine Wednesday? That was a good <laughs> memorization of the day. Um, I'm doing okay. I mean, it, it, again, nice. this is my favourite time of the year for sports. A lot of seasons coming to the end and, um, and it's great to see all the contentious battles. It's especially like one one season coming to the end. Well, football's or coming two. to... Well, football, two. basketball. So... And those are my main two spots. So okay. this is why I love this time of the year. And it's a lot of stuff to chat about. Mm-hmm. Easy. Lovely yeah. jubbly. Yeah, pack show today. So what do you want to start with first, my friend? Um, I mean, well, we may as well talk about the uh, do you want to talk in the room. Do you want to talk about the whole situation, though? Or do you want to start off with the Nets as a general theme or just go right in for the I think we can just talk the about snake. it all in one. We can talk about it all in one? All right. You start it off. What, where do you want to start <laughs> with the Brooklyn Nets? With the Brooklyn Nets. And their utter capi- capitulation. Um, well, yeah, so I did pick the Nets to w- end up winning this series. Um, and I think a lot of people did. A lot of people thought it was going to be close. I don't think anyone predicted a sweep from Boston. Um, and the only sweep, in fact, in the whole first round. But, um, yeah, the Nets absolutely shit the bed. Um, the whole team, the coach, obviously one player in particular. But, um, yeah, it was just a really poor performance from Brooklyn. I mean... Boston were just better defense. Great they, analysis. Boston they, they, were just better. They they locked up KD. He couldn't get going the entire series until kind of game four, um, and th- then fucking KD and Kyrie didn't bother to play any defense, so they just got blown away on the other end. Um, I think you know Steve Nash is. They're saying he's going to s- come back. I think his coaching definitely needs to be called into question. Um, I think. His rotations weren't great. I mean, you're throwing Blake Griffin in there. He's been sitting on the bench for three months. And then you're saying, come on, mate, get on the floor in the fourth quarter and, and win me this series. Like, I think he should have been on the floor earlier. He played decently when he was on the floor. Same with LaMarcus Aldridge. You didn't even give him a chance. Like, Claxton's a bum, man. Drummond is a bum. Like, Aldridge can space the floor and do more for you than, than Claxton can do. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think the Nets' problem the entire year was just the chaos that was going on behind the scenes. I mean, you have... I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Ben Simmons probably more in detail, but even with the Kyrie situation where Brooklyn said they'd suspend him and then they'd, uh, they, even though he can play away games, he won't play him away games. Um, and then he came back for away games and then the mandate changed and chopped and changed throughout the sort of season. And it was just an absolutely weird season for the Nets. And I think a lot of people... And a few people actually predicted that it would end like this. You know, if you look at Nick Wright, maybe on... Uh, that guy's full of hot I, I don't like a lot <laughs> what he says, but I mean, he has said the entire year that they're utter capitulation and they won't do anything in the playoffs and they'll get bounced in the first round. And I thought they'd lose the series as well. I thought, obviously, I thought it'd be a tighter series. I thought maybe it'd go to six or seven, but I felt like just... I felt Boston were in a much better groove and I think as a team, they play much better. And I do not rate Steve Nash's coaching at all. How, I mean, it's reports coming out right now that uh, Kevin Durant and members of the team and uh, and backroom staff still want Nash to be the coach for next season. And I just because he's a yes man. So yeah, but I don't for no other. I I just can't understand why. I mean, surely you have a drive to win, and he's clearly failed twice with I mean elite level talent. Yeah, so it's the, the not players, the players to blame as well. Well, yeah, obviously the players are to blame as well, but it's a coach's job to get the best out of his players. And when you have two superstar players, actually he had three superstar players last year, um, and he has two superstar players this year with good role players. I mean, they've got some decent role players, even though they've got Joe Harris who's injured. They've still got some decent role players. Um, yeah, it's just been an absolute nightmare for the Nets. And people are saying it's the, you know, the, the biggest... Oh, not the biggest collapse ever, but, you know, the best or the biggest failure from a team in terms of expectations at the start of the well, season. Well, second after the Lakers. Well, no, I think this is worse. I think I think Lakers I think a worse. lot of people thought the Nets this year were going to be actual championship contenders. I think the Lakers, and we've said it multiple times, oh, I've said it multiple times, that I think the Lakers were failed to begin with. I mean, I never saw the fit with Westbrook. Well, I didn't, so... Um, and I think obviously the Lakers are a failure, but the way the Nets just got embarrassed, and it, there were close games in the series. It wasn't like they got blew out every game, but you lose four games in a row. 
in a first yeah. round series. It's not great. Um, I think I think this series in particular really brought into question KD's legacy as a whole. Um, well, his legacy was in question before that from a yeah, lot but, of fans. but people still thought of him as the best player in the world. I didn't. I uh, never for well, one a second. Of, a lot of people did. Yeah, and fair. after this, they're saying, I I don't think he can win unless he's got four Hall of Famers around him. He can't. Uh, look, if you look on paper, his game is perfect for winning champ. I mean, he is not a very selfish player. Um, he can do basically everything on a basketball court. And as for all accounts that we've heard, that he's a, he's a decent teammate. Pe- teammates like him. So there's no reason to suggest why he's failed so many times when he's been the lead man, like Charles Buckley said. He's been the lead man on OKC. He's been the lead man in Brooklyn with good talent around him. And he has never gotten over the hump. Um, it's a bit it's a bit dodgy from him, <laughs> to dodgy. be honest. Um, it, it does reflect badly on his legacy. And guys like Giannis, I think, uh, have surpassed him. And I think it is a bit surpassed of Surpassed him? Yeah, in terms of... Already. Not in terms of overall legacy. I'm talking about best player in the world at the moment. Okay, um, yeah. But I do think... Giannis will eventually surpass him in terms of legacy because, and I do think it's a bit unlucky for him because LeBron has been the best player in the world for so long and he aged through 33, 34, 35, 36, such a dominant player still and still the best player in the world that a lot of people predicted that he'd probably fall off by that stage and KD would take the reins and become the best player. Um, but LeBron held on for so long and now you've got guys like Giannis coming, uh, coming through and Luka Doncic coming through and Jokic and Embiid that it's just, you can't call him the best player in the world anymore. And where the Brooklyn Nets go from here, I've got no clue. Uh, is Ben Simmons' well, attitude going to get better? Is Kyrie Irving going to become less of an idiot in the next year? <laughs> I, it is, well, I was talking to someone the other day, and he said, right now, Brooklyn are his favourites to win next year. Isn't it, please, is I've it one had, of those idiots that, work, that, that you work with? No, not from work. But I've Who had a it? mindset... Um, you don't have to tell me that name, but... It, oh, it's just a, in what, it's a family member. Oh, but um, okay, yeah, it was yeah. just um, a bit of it. Is it? Oh, is it a close family? Like no, it, it was just um. But yeah, it's the mindset I've had the previous two years. But um, you know, third time's a charm. I'm not going into next year with that mindset. Um, uh, yeah. There's no look. There is. St- I don't know what part of my brain thinks this, but I still think there's a chance next year that they win. Just looking at the talent. Uh, and. Obviously, they'd have to do a lot of things. Ben Simmons would have to uh, put, on, put on some clothes. Yeah, he'd have to like be able to dribble a basketball without mentally breaking down. He wouldn't. Um, he wouldn't even need to shoot it. Just, just dribble it. Yeah, just dribble the basketball, mate. Baby steps. That's all it takes. Um, I think they'd have to change their coach. I don't rate Steve Nash, as I said. There's just a lot of things that they'd have to do in order to compete again. Um, I think the talents are on the roster. I do think Kyrie Irving is a winner, and I do think. Kevin Durant has that winning mindset, but oh, there's just so many bad personalities in that locker room, and it's just boiled over. Similar to Manchester United, you could say. Uh, probably the NBA and EPL comparison is very similar between those two teams and where you've got so many bad personalities among great talent, and you see what happens. And a bad coach. Yeah. See what happens. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we should... Just highlight Ben Simmons quickly. Yeah, we'll go. We'll um, yeah, I mean, he disgraced Australia as a nation. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, he's he's officially disowned. I think. Um, well, I think the main thing is when in Australia, when you're taught here about sport, you're taught everyone gives it a go. Everyone tries their best. That's the main thing that you're taught about since you're five years old. You're taught give it a go, also try your best. Unless you fucking break your leg, you still play. Yeah, it's all about giving effort, and the fact that he has shown zero effort. To play a game that where you put a basketball in it. He's not fighting wars. He's not saving orphan children. He's not curing cancer. Relatively speaking, there's well, there's pressure on him, but there's not you're getting, an immense amount of pressure getting, where you cannot play basketball anymore. I just don't think he likes basketball. I just simply think that he does not like basketball and he's taken my he's fly, filed a grievance against the Sixers to get twenty million dollars of unpaid wages. Mate you literally quit on the team because your coach said you were shit. You didn't score, and rightfully so. I don't rate Doc Rivers, but you scored zero points in four straight fourth quarters in the playoffs. Yeah. What do you want him to say? Oh, Ben, great job, mate. <laughs> Unlucky. That wasn't your fault. 
It's completely your fault. Well, not completely, because Doc Rivers is a bad coach. But still, it, it, it's yeah. just mind-boggling how he has this mindset that he's not in the wrong, that it's just yeah. everyone else. I know, I know. And there needs to be yeah. stronger p- people around him to tell him, look, mate, what on earth has happened to your head? You need to get back into the rhythm of playing basketball. You need to just play. Brooklyn Nets fans, I mean, they might do now, but when you got traded there, they didn't have any sort of animosity towards you. They were excited to have you there and potentially winning a championship. But all of a sudden, by you not playing and you not getting over this mental block and you having back injuries for three months, uh, when there's nothing that shows up on a scan or anything like that, they're beginning to hate you now. And he's just slowly becoming, and we're doing a list sort of later in the show to sort of highlight Ben Simmons, but he's becoming the most unlikable player maybe in the history of sport. I mean, in the history, he's Australian and I don't like him. That is so yeah, hard. For no one it. likes him. As an Australian, we're a small country. We don't have that many sort of professional athletes. Well, that, now you're Australian, are you? Well, I'm English, but I li- I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen, okay? I'm Australian. As Australians, we're really proud of our overseas talent. Of even You love Joe, Jingles, Joe Ingles. You, even guys that just give it a go and they're playing in the best leagues in the world and you support them and you go all the way. I don't think a single Australian likes Ben Simmons. Not one. No. Mate, I don't think even his mother likes him at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, obviously, I think well, your thoughts should be similar to mine. Yeah. I mean, well, I know for a fact, without knowing any facts, that he could have played the first Obviously, game of the season. He could have, he could have played the first game of the season. Mate, he could have and played he's, 82 games. He, he's chosen to sit out 86 games of basketball with no injury. And, I mean... And look, mental health... Look, I just want to sort of jump in there. He's citing mental health. And I understand mental health is a problem and it should be addressed. But it's also very dodgy how he's dealt with the <laughs> mental health. He... When Philadelphia were like, okay, you've got mental health problems, how about you seem a team sort of phys- uh, psychologist so we can sort of get a gauge on where you are? And he's like, no, nah, I'm doing it privately. It's like, well, how do we know that you've actually got mental health problems? You're not just leaving. Well, yeah. you should trust it's, me. Yeah, I mean, and it's Brooklyn weren't asking him to do much. I mean, they were like, please, just <laughs> play <laughs> 10 minutes for us in two games, please. Like, Pick up a ball. We don't... <laughs> We don't have any defenders, please. Like, all he had to do was play defense. They wouldn't have needed him to take a single shot. Just play defense. Because it's better than what Kyrie's doing if you're just standing there waving your arms. That's better than what Kyrie's doing. And, like, Brooklyn could not guard Tatum for shit. They couldn't guard Brown for shit. They couldn't guard Marcus fucking Smart. He would have been great in the series. They couldn't guard a 35-year-old Al Horford who averaged 12 (laughs) points per game in his prime. Okay? All you had to do is stand there. And you could have impacted the series. Like, yeah. a fucking sore back, bro? How can you wake up with a sore back? Yeah, it is It is a bit... Oh, my God. I, it's just I embarrassing. Mean, even before this season or past season, or the season before, you had major problems, I think, with his development. He, he came into the league the same player that he was five years later. He has not improved since he got into the league. As a rookie, he was an unbelievable player. People comparing him to a young LeBron James. But then over time, because he never improved, and you see the lack of work ethic, obviously, that he's not going to become anything better than a good defender and a borderline all-star player for his yeah. entire career. And, is, and that's if he picks up a basketball again. <laughs> yeah, this is like the, this is the fourth team he's quit on, like uh, like seriously quit on, because in college, he yeah. quit. Um, Philly, he obviously quit. Brooklyn, he's now quit. And for Australia, he quit. He didn't show up for the yep. Olympics. He didn't show up. I'm like, thank fuck he didn't. I don't want him playing for me anymore. And it was disappointing. We had a real chance of winning. I mean, we did win the bronze medal, but we had a real chance of competing if we had him in the team. But um, he didn't show up. So it, it's really disappointing, not only as a basketball fan, but as an Australian watching one of your best athletes and probably one of the most promising athletes to come out of Australia in how long? Since who? Tim Cahill, know. maybe? I don't know. Even that. Maybe. I mean, he coming out, one of the most talented players um, in the history of... Well, not in the history of basketball, but it, he's one of the talented players coming out of high school that we ever saw in college. Number one pick goes to Philly. The future of Philly. All that tanking was for Ben, a guy like Ben Simmons. And he's just completely wasted his career. Well, he, Waste. I mean, he's making a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's I mean he's not even making money anymore because no one's paying him. Because <laughs> he's just not but playing. 
Yeah, he hasn't wasted his career yet. He's wasted the first part of his career. But I don't think it can recover. I don't think... You don't think he can recover? I think... Well, I think anybody but him could recover from this. I, I think mentally... And I'm, I'm not going to sort of... I am sort of diminishing. We are sort of diminishing his mental sort of problems. I'm not saying they don't well, have mental you've, problems. You've, no, but you have to be able to overcome something at some point. You yeah. can't just have... You can't just say, I, I feel sad and never do your job ever again. Yeah, it, it's... I think he's being rightly ridiculed and ridiculed. And do you see, like, Jamie Foxx called out Stephen A about him ridiculing a um, an African American athlete? Well, he's not American, so a black athlete. It, what? It, and it was, and it was just like <laughs> Stephen mate, A's black. Yeah, and Stephen A's the biggest champion of uh, black athletes in sport, and rightly so. We're not calling out Ben Simmons because he's black. Yeah, we're calling out Ben Simmons because he's being weak and he's not um, showing up for work. I mean, there are. Mill hundreds of millions of people that would kill to have his job. Yeah, but you get you're getting five hundred thousand dollars to run up and down a court a few times. Yeah, for ten minutes you get five hundred thousand dollars. I I think the Nets are starting to realize now what a mistake they've made. So I think we'll move on for Ben Simmons for now. It, we're gonna sort of address him in a sort of a game later in the show, but it'll be uh, interesting to see where you rank him in that. Yeah, and, uh, hopefully um, it's uh, near the top. Yeah, I guess. We'll move on to a bit more of a generalised NBA discussion. Obviously, in the midst of the first round right now, um, Boston are obviously through. Miami uh, finished off Atlanta this morning, so they're also through. Um, all the rest of the series is still going on, but I think you've got a good idea of how the rest of those series are going to play out and who are the other real contenders at this point in the season. Um, so who do you think have looked strong to start the postseason? Who, who are you thinking are, are going to make a deep run here? We had a little chat about it. I think Dallas are looking real good. And I know it's against the Jazz. I know Rudy Gobert can't play defense against somebody smaller than six foot eleven. But I think they were my dark horse months ago. And I just think that with Luca performing as well as he has done in his playoff career so far, I think they're a real shot of sort of surprising a lot of teams. And that's mainly a combination of them being a good team, and I think there's not that great competition in the West at the moment because of injury, um, and because the mm -hmm. Lakers and Clippers sort of been hit by injuries. Lakers maybe less so because they just, I don't know what they were doing with the team this year, but they've still got talent there, and I think a lot of people expected the Lakers and Clippers to be up that top end of the of the table before the season um, started. And there is a bit of lack of competition there. Even though it's a Wild West, I think. And that's why I think it's a Wild West. You call it the Wild West because there are that many solid teams there, but there's not really a one that stands out. Phoenix are good, but yeah. even they've looked dodgy in the first round against the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, but I just think Dallas have looked really sharp against Utah. I think, obviously, Boston looked great against uh, Brooklyn, so they're coming out. And I think um, Milwaukee were my championship contenders before the season started, or my main championship contenders before the season started, and I think... They're looking right on course for that. They play... I know the Bulls don't have a good record at all against top teams, but they've still... Apart from one game where DeRozan scored 45, they still look solid. Um, and I think that mm -hmm. if... And that's with middle... They played great last game and Middleton was out. They, they dominated the entire game and Middleton wasn't even playing. So, um, yeah, it was... It was encouraging to see that. And... I think they'll sort of come out the east, and I think Dallas will come out the west. That's what I'm sort of seeing so far. So you think Milwaukee-Dallas finals? Um, sorry, my mate's gone. <laughs> oh, Henry. Um, so, yeah, I think Dallas-Milwaukee finals. I think there are other contenders. I think Boston have looked, especially since the second half of the season, they've sort of come up and maybe could get that spot. But I just think Milwaukee... And Miami, obviously, are a contender, but I just think Milwaukee are good. And uh, Dallas are a bit of a dark horse. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make it. I'll put that put it that way. I would be highly surprised if they did make it. But I just don't I don't rate Phoenix that highly. I think um, that Golden State have consistency problems. I don't think they can be... They can go for three games in a row with being utterly crap and then go for three another three games, the next three games for being unbelievable. So... I don't trust the Warriors in terms of consistency level. I don't trust the Suns in terms of a in, in terms of an overall superstar level. I know Devin Booker's a star in this league, but I think you need a second guy. I know they've got Chris Paul, but he's he's going to be scoring 15, 14 points a game. I think they need more. Um, 
I just, I saw them, and I think I'm maybe a bit scarred from when I saw them play the Clippers last year, and mm. they didn't look that good, and we that series should have, e- series should have easily gone to seven games. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I just don't rate them as highly as other t- uh, people do. That's okay. my opinion. Well, what about you? What, yeah, what, what, well, I think Phoenix are a better team this year than what they were last year. Um, I think Phoenix, in the West, I think it's between Phoenix and Golden State. Um, obviously, depending on Devin Booker's health, if he comes back, I think it's between those two. I don't think Dallas have enough talent. I just don't. I can't see... I, can't I think see, they do. I can't see Brunson and Dinwiddie standing up in a conference finals. I just can't see it. I can sc- see them scoring 15 a game in throughout the playoffs, and I can see... Yeah, but they're going to need some... Like, Luka can't score 50 every game. I've seen him do it seven games in a row. I think he can. Yeah, but he lost those series because he didn't have Dinwiddie and didn't have Brunson, and he had a different coach who couldn't play, who can manage defense. I, I just, I think he's got a bunch of guys there who can score twelve points a game, and I, you could say the same thing about the Suns. So uh, yeah, uh, maybe like I'm sort Bridges, of Bridges is a gun, but I just rate Doncic over Booker. That's why I think. Okay. The, well, I think I they're very similar teams, I but I think Doncic over Booker, and well, that's I think, why I think I think Chris Paul's better than everyone on Dallas. I think Aiton's better than everyone on Dallas. I don't think Chris Paul's better than... I mean, it's tough. I I think Phoenix are kind of built to win a championship, but I just haven't been impressed with them in against the Pelicans. Um, and I haven't been no, impressed with like them. Brandon Ingram's been playing out of his mind. Yeah. I, look, I'm not saying that the Suns aren't sort of contenders. I'd probably put them second to make it out of the West. I'm not saying that they can't do it and they can't win a championship. I'm just saying... So you have Golden State third. I was... Again, I, yeah, I'd have Golden State third, probably. I, really? Again, I, I just don't... I think they can easily go three down in a series. I just think... But I think I think with Poole, Clay, Steph, like the two of them are probably going to fire on one night. If one of them doesn't, you can probably count on two of those three scoring 20 to 30 a night. Yeah. And then with Draymond, you've got the D, you've got the anchor, you've got the, the, the guy who can run an offense. Um... So I, I just think they've got enough in Golden State. Even yeah. like maybe you can say they're missing maybe a center, but yeah, fair. Draymond can lock centers up usually. Um, so that's how I see the West. In the East, I've got Miami is n- my number one team right now. Um, obviously, Jimmy Buckets is my favorite player, so slightly biased. But playoff Jimmy's back this year. He's averaging over thirty so far. Probably the MVP of. Uh, First round. Wow. <laughs> what kind of award do you get for the MVP um, in the first round? I think it, sh- it should be as valuable as the regular season MVP at least. Yeah. Okay. If not more. Um, yeah. All but right. I think, yeah. Like, obviously, they've got so many good players. Bam, Lowry, Hero. Oladipo's emerged this week um, as a legitimate uh, rotation player for them. And I think people forgot they even had Oladipo. Like, people th- must just think he forgot how to play basketball. But he's just been injured for about four years. Um, and if you're adding him, an, an all-star player, if he's not injured, to, to that squad, I think it's scary for the East. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just like Miami. Again, I just... And, and Miami, have, Miami have beaten Giannis before. Yeah, they can make it. I, I'm, I'm basically... I'm doing off-gut instinct. Basically, my picks. I just think that the strongest teams in a playoff scenario are the Bucs and the Mavericks. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Look, it may be a bit controversial. I think Miami could every bit make it uh, as much as the Bucks can. And I think the Suns can easily make it over the Mavericks. But I just think that what I've seen from the Mavericks, especially in this first round, and what I've seen from the Bucks in this first round, it's sort of not proven me right because the other teams have played well as well. But I just think, you know, deep down in my heart, and when the Mavericks versus the Bucks in the finals, I just I'll just sit back. Looking at a thankful world and that I predicted okay. it. Okay, sure thing. Um, I'll quickly before we leave basketball, we'll just give John Moran a little bit, little bit of shine. Obviously, crazy game this morning. Um, game five, Memphis end up winning. Um, Jar probably has the dunk of the year or close to it. Crazy post over um, Malik Beasley. And then after Edwards hits the clutch three with five seconds left to tie it up, Jar hits the game winner. Um yeah, it was just a crazy game. I think Jar's showing up. This is probably his best game in the series. Like he, he hasn't been playing well, to be honest, the entire series. But um, I think if he pl- keeps playing like this, Memphis can potentially make a run. No, I, I don't rate Memphis at all. <laughs> um, look, 
it cannot be sort of ignored that the team is twenty and two with, when he doesn't play. That that cannot be sort of swept aside. Yeah, like, but, yeah but who cares? So I'm saying your <laughs> sort of thing on Jardy made an amazing dunk today. But are they really contenders? Are they really? Uh, no, I don't think they're a contender. Is it? And is he really that impactful? I, of a I just think it's entertaining. And he won most improved player. And I, I don't. Think, I, I don't think he should have won most improved player. No, there was countless players. Well, not countless, well, but he, there's he three or four players that have improved a lot more than Ja Morant. Um, yeah, but yeah, and I guess it may be scoring twenty one or twenty two a game and then propelling into like an MVP sort of contention season is is a big jump as well. But well, I think Giannis did that and won it, didn't he? Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I I just think that the Grizzlies are so solid with and without him, to be fair. They are solid with him. I'm not going to deny that. But against the Timberwolves, you're looking dodgy. And I know the club is lost to the D- Timberwolves. And Timberwolves bit, have got a lot a of critical, But they have zero experience in the playoffs. Towns is as inconsistent as I've ever seen any player in history. He, one game, he scores <laughs> three points. The next, he scores 35. Um I think it's cool just watching, in my opinion, the two best young players in the league Who? going at it in a, in a playoff situation. You think Anthony Edwards is the best young player in the league? I think him and Joe are top two. What about Doncic? I, I, I'm consi- like when I think young, I think like first two, three seasons. It's Doncic. Just what is he? Twenty three. He's a young uh, player. He's nah, he's a, he's like his fifth season. All right. How about rookie and sophomore? Is Jarman? No, Jarman's a third year player, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I think that John Morant, even though he's been great and he has great highlights and he's great for the game, he, 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 the team does do really well without him. So well, it's they, hard to sort of judge him like that because of the... I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, it's not his fault that his team does well. I mean, well. they it, did well this year. I don't think... I mean, fuck. I don't know if you can really put much weight into that. I, I think I can. 20 and 2 without him. 22 games, you win 20 of them when he doesn't play. It's not yeah, like he but missed five games and they won four of them. It, it, it's a lo- it's a big sample. In size. a regular season, if you try and play defense, you're going to win the majority of your games. But yeah, win majority, but twenty and two. Um, I think if he wasn't playing today, they lose that game. Yeah. Well, good luck to the Grizzlies. I don't hate the Grizzlies, but I just don't think they're really contenders. I think. No, I think the two seeds probably a little bit over where they really are, yeah. but um, but uh, you know. We've seen surprises before. We've seen good teams make finals before uh, without a sort of, with just a bunch of guys. Again, Dallas, there's a lot of teams like that in the West. I, I think yeah, the it's West hard. Is, the West is somehow just... It is the Wild shit. West because there are so many teams at similar level. Because I, I rate the Mavericks the same as I do probably the Grizzlies, the Warriors and the Suns. I rate them very similarly. I think they're very close to each other. So I think it's really just, if you pick any of those teams, you're not really wrong. You're only wrong if you pick the Pelicans to win it all. Uh, th- that's where you're... I mean, if, if, what if they beat Phoenix? They're the, oh God. Don't, don't you start. I think that those four teams, Mavericks... Someone picked them to win. I think Chuck picked them to win. Pel- the yeah, Pelicans. after they won the first game. Or the, they won game two or something. Yeah. And it was tied, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're losing this series. They're not winning it. If you can't beat the Suns without Devin Booker, if you lose the... Well, they lost twice to the Suns without Devin Booker. Uh, you're not winning. Um, but yeah, props to the to every team that's in the playoffs. Every team, spreading go, the love. Go every team. Obviously, none of our teams are in. So yeah, it's a bit depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, next segment, buddy. Next segment. Um, Which you want to have a little chat about? A, a big chunky English dude had a fight on the weekend. He's a mank. You know, he's from Manchester. He's a gypsy king. Um, yeah, Tyson Fury. Potentially, last time you ever see him in the ring, knocks yeah. out. Dillian White. Where would you rank him all time? Heavyweight. Probably number one. You rate him the best heavyweight of all time. Yeah. Mm. I think that's that's a bit bold. Uh, above Muhammad Ali and uh, above. I mean, well, I think you would fuck up Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah, it's different times. Uh, Muhammad Ali was like Muhammad six Ali, one. Yeah. Um. Look, I think it was a unbelievable performance again by Tyson Fury. Just lulled him into this false sense of security and just got a massive uppercut that knocked Dillian White out, who's got knockout power himself. Um, and yeah, he, he did say after the fight that he was going to retire. And <laughs> fucking Francis just And then Francis the just <laughs> runs in and is like, you know what, we might have a match. Francis has lost his head. What is he thinking? He's like, I'm not re-signing with the UFC unless they put Tyson Fury in my contract. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm leaving. 
Yeah. I Bro, don't, you're not a boxer. What are you doing? I, I don't think you'd want to face Tyson Fury. Just fucking stick to the UFC, mate. You're not a boxer. Well, he doesn't make that much money in the UFC. I think that's not He makes more. a lot of money. He's probably making five to ten mil a fight. Really? Yeah. I thought he was on like 700 grand 10 weeks ago. That Yeah, that's his base pay though. You make most of your money from pay-per-view points. Mm. Well, look, I, I think that Tyson Fury would... And it, him in this that new deal that the UFC is offering him up, it's going to be more than 850. It's probably going to be yeah. two mil or something. Yeah, I, I look, I like Francis, but he has no chance against Tyson if they fight. Anyway, talk about Tyson Fury... Just an unbelievable story how he came back from depression. Um, battled a lot of uh, physical things that See, he had to ben deal Simmons, with. Ben Simmons, that's how you do yeah, it, Yeah, he just came back from unbelievable mental health problems and became heavyweight champion of the world, really. And Anthony Joshua just went running. Um, so well, there's not much he could do I about think, that. I think there was both sides. Well, Anthony Joshua has done it twice. There was, there was just so much politics involved in that fight that it just never happened. But yeah, but he also, Anthony Joshua also... I mean, fell he, apart with Joshua Deontay lost. Wilder as well. Joshua, yeah, and then Joshua obviously lost against. I think if Joshua beat Usyk, they were going to do it. But uh, well, look at, at the end of the day, I think if you look at who he's beat, I mean, he did beat Deontay Wilder three times. The first fight, he was robbed. Um, yeah, he beat I mean, Klitschko. Yeah. He beat obviously Deontay Wilder. He's beat Dillian White. I mean, he's just beat everybody apart from Anthony Joshua, which is a bit sad. I, I'm I, Usyk now. Well, I mean, Usyk just came up, so it's not... But I think everyone wanted that Joshua Fury and all the Joshua Yeah, it would have been the biggest fight. It would have been such a massive fight, but it's a bit sad that we couldn't get to it. But, yeah, he retires on top, and uh, I'm happy for him. Maybe that's some sort of ploy to get the Joshua fight so he can skip all the men. No, I think think he's happy. I I, I think in in the fight business, if you're a boxer or you're an MMA fighter, it's a lot better to retire when... When yeah, you but know it, it's yeah, but ready. it's so hard to do that. It is when hard. When you're on top, it's so... Like, very few people do that. Yeah. It is hard, but, I mean, he has been through a lot of tough stuff in his life, so it, it's understandable it's, that it's he wants so to spend time with his family. It's so strange, because every interview you hear him, you, you, you hear him say, without fighting, I am suicidal. Like, if I'm not training, I, I well, yeah, don't like I, I expect him to do, like, charity... Well, not charity well, fights, I mean, but, yeah, like, he has you know, said gimmicky he, fights. He has said he wants to do exhibitions... Um, which is, you know, like Floyd Connor was that type of thing. Yeah, you know, like I think he'll stuff, do stuff like that, but I don't think he'll sort of compete for the heavyweight championship yeah. anymore. Um, but yeah, retires on top and nobody can be sort of disappointed. He's had one of the great careers, the great stories of all time. There'll be a movie made about him probably. Yeah, um, great career. And props to him. So On your Tice. On your, I mean, that's a name as well. That's got to be the best name for a boxer ever. Tyson Fury. Could, could you think of a better name? You're literally, um, your not, first name is I mean, named after Tyson, Mike Tyson, and then your second name is F- Fury, like the one of the most scary names that you could have as a last name. That is the sickest name you could have ever had in combat sports. Um, so yeah, rate right the name, rate right the man. I reckon Ollie Morgan's up there. You don't have to fucking That's air my name. That's pretty scary name. You didn't have to fucking air my name on the podcast. That's a bit dark, dude. Oh, sorry. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to become what, dox you, now. Dude, you, people are going to dox me now. I'm just that famous. You're going to get... So many followers now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. Um, next topic. Imola. Not to be confused with Ebola. It's not Im- It's Im- Imola. Nothing Imola. to do with Ebola. Nothing to do with it. Um, look, I think it was a pretty boring race at the end of the day. It, it Verstappen won essentially since when Sergio Perez was coming second. And he just blocked off Leclerc. Um yeah, I don't know. You're obviously more of an expert on this, but obviously disappointing for Danny Rick, uh, your favourite yeah, Danny big Rick. big shame, big shame. Uh, Carlos Sainz was unlucky in it as well, but yeah, just it, it wasn't, it was raining as well, so there wasn't, the DRS wasn't open for most of the race and it just wasn't that interesting of a yeah. race, I didn't I mean, think. Yeah, the DRS thing did impact it a bit. There was a lot less overtaking in the first half, three quarters of the race. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate for Danny Rick because he's been driving a lot better. Um Definitely a lot closer to Lando, if not faster. But well, the car's a lot better than it was at the start. To be yeah, fair. but I, yeah, but I mean his performance compared to Lando's. Like Lando was outperforming him at the start of the year, but now it's very close. Um, so yeah, shame that he's gone turn one into signs, ruined both their races. But you know, we move on to the next um, Red Bull. Very very dominant week from them. Ferrari had nothing. 
Charles bottled it at the end and gave up a few extra points. So Which is not smart from him. That's that's the type of stuff that loses you championships, really. Just it's just inexperience. He hasn't yeah. been in this hole before, and he, he and just th- that's why I backed Red Bull at the start of the year. They're, I just trust them more. That is, that it, look, it is fair. Um, Kevy mm. Mag got points though. What a, what a what a man, Gunther. He must well, have been. I mean, someone had to get him, so he may as well. Well, I mean, he's got points. How many times now? Three. I don't know. He's been unbelievable. Haas. <laughs> Gotta love the Haas. Come on, baby. He's been unbelievable. I love Haas. Come on, baby. Come on, Gunty. I believe in you. Mick Schumacher, you're shit. But still, I believe in you too. Uh, come on, you can get that third. You can get third. Ferrari and Red Bull will <coughs> run away with it. Mercedes are in the mud. Come on. Go for the third. I think it's Make some I improvements on your car. I think it's between McLaren and Mercedes now. Um, it's a pretty quick turnaround from McLaren because they were the, the slowest car in, a, in the first week. Yeah. And now they're third. And Lewis Hamilton can't figure out how to drive. Um, yeah, G- George Russell is destroying him, which I kind of said. I was like, there's... Fuck, well, it's, a tough, good. it's a tough sort of thing for Lewis Hamilton, isn't it? You, you're in the best <coughs> car on the grid for, like, what, 10 years in a row, and then all of a sudden you're in a shitbox. Uh, it, yeah, but that was always the question. It's like, how good really is Lewis? Because he's always in the fastest car. Yeah, but he was very good in the fastest car. I mean, not yeah, nobody... But, yeah, but you don't really know because you don't get to see anyone else in that car. Well, I think it's okay. Well, he was good when he wasn't in uh, Mercedes, but I think that the problem... Oh, I don't think anybody... <laughs> If you were p- going to put anybody in the grid today in Lewis's situation, I don't think they could do what he has done for the past ten years. I don't think anybody, even if you put, I think if 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 Max was ten years older and you put him in that car, I think he would win seven championships as well. Mm. It, well, it, he, yeah, maybe, but just the dominance that he had in a in a good car, a very good car. So it, it's tough to sort of rival Lewis. In term, but yeah, but I mean, he, he did grades, only have to beat one person each year, which was his teammate. Which, to be fair, he did do so. And Bottas did sort of. He was he was a bit of a good teammate. He did <laughs> he did allow him to win. Yeah, a because he, yeah, because he was so far behind, it was impossible for him to win. Yeah. Um. I just think if people are sort of diminishing Lewis's legacy now because he's in a I bad mean, I car, don't, I don't think they really are. But yeah, I I, I don't. Th- do you think Mercedes can sort of climb back? Their way. I mean, it's really early. I, I don't. The oh, they can't win. The season's gone. Really? It's yeah. that. It's pretty early. Yeah, but it's gone. Is it? Yeah. What if they gone. make vast improvements? What if next race they can't? They would have to win pretty much every race from here. Yeah, I think. Well, it's a bit sad. I, I hoped Lewis would take revenge. Toto did say at the end of Drive to Survive, he'd say this is a great motivation <laughs> for next season, <laughs> and they turn out an absolute shocker of a car. <laughs> and it just is like, uh, well, it's not that great of a season, is it, Toto? Um, uh, Christian Horner is just, oh, yeah, love to see it, baby. Yeah, like Max was, uh, Max lapped Lewis this race. Um, yeah, Christian Horner was probably like doing these ones <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> He'd probably show him in the bird as soon as he drove past him. Um, yeah, it, surprising that Mercedes have been this bad this season. And Red Bull, they did look a tad dodgy to start Red Bull. They didn't look great. Ferrari looked way well, ahead of the Well, pack. their reliability was poor. Um, the car was just breaking down. Yeah, Lewis should have won last season. <laughs> Verstappen, how did he win that? Still on that, really? I am still on that. It's okay. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Latifi, at least he didn't crash this week, Latifi. Good on him. Everyone, give a round of applause to Latifi. He didn't crash. That is an achievement right there. He's racing at the back of the grid with no one <laughs> to race, and he didn't crash. What a job he's done. He's right? done well there. He's How onwards, is he in a car? Onwards and upwards for Latifi. Because he's, he? he's got rich people yeah, around him. It gets to a point where, like, if you crash every week, you're causing more damage. Yeah, you, your father. I guess, but yeah, he is under contract, so they can't really do anything. God. It, yeah, Williams aren't looking good. Alex Albon's looking decent, though. He's not looking... Yeah, but as a, <laughs> is it really an achievement to beat Latifi? Like, no, but he's looking like... Threatening for points each week, so he's not... Yeah, but he, he's, doing, he's doing the same thing Russell did last year. Yeah. Which I mean, shows I how mean, bad. I mean, Russell is. Russell got a Mercedes seat yeah. off of doing that, so I guess it's pretty good. Yeah, I just think Albon had a bad first year with Red Bull. It was just that is an understatement. <laughs> well, he was just judged, I think, a bit too quickly, and I think he's a solid driver. I think maybe Alpha Tari could look into him. Do you reckon if Sonoda uh, doesn't improve? So well, no, well, they they had him before. I don't know why they would take him back, but yeah. Well, Vettel got his first points of the season, didn't he? Yeah, 
I think so, yeah. Lance Stroll, another well-liked driver Lance Stroll <laughs> is. Jesus. The Canadians, everyone loves them. <laughs> the, the, it's funny how Canadians are like stereotypically the most nice people ever and the most well-liked, but just on F1, everyone just hates them. They're just the most unlikable people. So, next topic. Bit of next topic. Um, we'll, we'll do the, the top three. Do you want to do the top three? Yeah. I need to just get my phone real quick. You, you, you start it off. You start with your number three. Okay, so, well, the topic this week is top three, um, you know, Amber Heard's, to, to give some relevance to it, or, you know, Divas or whatever, um, of sports, right? Because it's kind of coming out that Amber Heard's a bit of a diva and she kind of fucked over Johnny Depp. Oh, Dad. really? Just a bit? Just yeah. a bit? Just a tad? She kind of fucked him over, but... Um, oh, God, this chair's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and obviously with Ben Simmons in the mud at the moment, it's kind of where this list has been inspired from. So I'll, I'll start with my number three. A bit, a bit of an out there one. We haven't even talked about this sport at all on the podcast, I think. But um, We I haven't talked about this sport. We talk about a lot of sports. I think it's a boring <laughs> ass I've sport. gone for Bernard Tomic. And um, if you don't know who he is, he's a, a tennis player. Yeah, but nobody outside of Australia really cares about Tomic, do they? I'm, I don't give a fuck, mate. You go. Sorry, my um, bad, my bad. You go. It's, so, yeah, why, why is he on my list? Because he's useless. He he was meant the number one junior in the world. He was meant to be the next big thing, win Grand Slams. I don't think he's ever made it past the fourth round of Grand Slam or something like that. I don't know. He definitely significantly underperformed. Um, and he's basically <laughs> there's just been a lot of interviews of him just saying reckless stuff. Um, basically not trying in tennis. You know, not practicing. Um, I think he's had a, a lot of speeding. A lot of crashes in in his cars. I think that's what he spends all his money on. And then yeah, he had that. that um, well, he had a nice car. He had a nice. Yeah, and he had that. Car. Oh, he had that um, relationship with that Love Island chick. I think. Oh yeah, the OnlyFans. So didn't she like film him like fucking breaking her laptop or something? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I just bit, I just saw some mad. shit with them. It was weird. Um, oh, what, what, what were you talking about? Huh? The, you were talking about the violence or the other stuff? No, like photos think of them together. Oh, photos. What type of photos? Like, with clothes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, so he's basically just been a bit, of a bit of a flop his whole life, and he's just thrown away what was meant to be the next Leighton Hewitt type of tennis career for, for Australia, you know? Leighton Hewitt, really? What? I mean, God, Australia I mean, has uh, such uh, low standards uh, what, for he's tennis. He's world number one. He won Grand Slams, mate. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's number three on my list. Yeah, I think... So that's fair. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, if you see him talk, I, I, you can understand why he's a diva. I just think, I d speaking of individual sports, I do have an individual sports person here on my next one. Mm -hmm. um, but I just think individual sports don't, it's not as impactful when they're a diva. So if you look at team sports, and if you're a diva in a team sport, it can disrupt the whole locker room. But if you're an individual, nobody really cares. So like when people carry on about Nick Kyrgios being a bit of an idiot, I don't really care because it's his life and he's just only affecting yeah, his career. I don't think Kyrgios is really like that because he's still really good. Yeah, but he's he could be so much. He's talent-wise. Yeah, pretty good. the thing is he, he just openly doesn't like tennis. So <laughs> He's like, oh, I wish I played basketball too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my third is, uh, we mentioned, I actually mentioned him a couple minutes ago, Anthony Joshua. Uh, Joshua, really? Diva. If you've ever seen an interview of him, he is the biggest prick without training. Eddie Hearn's greatest achievement in his whole career is not allowing Anthony Joshua to do his own interviews because he is an absolute ass when it comes to interviews. Um, he just comes off as just this self-entitled guy. And it's not even that. It's the fact that he's... I know you said that the Tyson Fury-AJ fight was... It was a bit of both sides that why that didn't happen. But, I mean, it happened with Wilder as well. That fight was scripted on the cards for ages, but he just wanted to be the number one guy on it. And to be fair against Wilder, he might have been, but Fury wasn't. Fury was clearly the number one, or the A, what is it, what are they doing? A-side. in boxing. Um, And I just think the fact that he's tore away, and it's mainly my own opinion because I think it, it's sad that, or and it's a disappointing that I haven't been able to see one of the sort of great heavyweight, you hear about Ali form and you hear about all these great fights throughout heavyweight boxing history and we didn't get to see Joshua at his peak versus Fury at his peak or Wilder at his peak because he talked 
torched both of those fights. He didn't want to do it. And he came in against Andy Ruiz completely unprepared. Um, I just think that he has been a disappointment. He was the fu- he was good, supposed to be the future of boxing in general. And he held what, a title for a couple... When he beat Klitschko, he held a title for a year now. He had it for a while. He had it for a bit. But then whenever he was asked to step up again, I just felt like his competition level, he fought just nobodies. Um, and took the easy way route. Um, and I, it's it's third on my list list because it's not as big as a sort of diva as the other two. Um, uh, but I just think it's disappointment mainly associated with this pick because we, I didn't get to see one of those great heavyweight fights. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's a bit of a diva in my opinion. It, okay. It's an underrated diva though. Is it? It is. Not, I wouldn't have picked him. It's not a. I don't. I don't really get that vibe from him to be honest. It's because you haven't seen those interviews. I've uh, watched a few interviews of him. Yeah, but it's like press conferences. Like Eddie Hearn's right next to him, telling him what to say. When he's not in front of like a PR team, he is a nightmare. <laughs> he sounds like a bell end. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that's my third. Okay. All right. We'll move on to my number two, and it is the one and only John. Cena <laughs> Jones. No, John Jones. Um, if you don't know, UFC fighter, formerly light heavyweight champion. Um if you if you're not familiar with him, do some research because this guy is a certified scumbag. I don't know if there's an offense he hasn't he hasn't done in his life. Um when you talk about just he's a drug cheat and he refuses to admit that. Um, oh, I mean, why would you? But <laughs> <laughs> guys, I did drugs. <laughs> My um, bad. And he was he was allowed to fight with steroids in his system, so that's something. Um, he, you know, he hid under an octagon while Usada came to test him for four hours um, until they left uh, to avoid a drug test because he knew he was going to pop. Um, like uh, he's run people over with his cars, hit his wife, done multiple. Illicit substances. Well, that's um, not that bad. I, I mean, yeah, it's it. not that bad, but still unprofessional for 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 an athlete of his caliber. Yeah. Um, and uh, my main, you know, diva point on him is he, the dude hasn't fought in like four years because he wants more money, and he doesn't deserve it. He's he was the light heavyweight champion, stripped because he had to be suspended because of fucking criminal shit. Comes back, wins, stripped because he did more criminal shit. Comes back, wins, says, I want forty million to move up to heavyweight. I don't want to fight anymore at light heavyweight. Dana says, Fuck you, mate, you're a fucking scumbag. You can have five million, you're lucky you're getting that. And he said, No, nah, I'm good, thanks. I'm just gonna sit at home for four years and rob everyone of watching me fight and inevitably lose to Francis when I get knocked the fuck out. Well, look. I think I sort of I he was close to being third on my list, but and I, to be fair, I didn't really remember the domestic violence stuff. I know he hit a woman in a car, all that stuff. I just remember him for being a cheat in terms of drugs and um, and being a bit of a loose cannon, shall we say? Um, but I don't. I didn't ultimately pick him because he's still, in many people's eyes, the greatest of all time. He's he has fulfilled his potential. He was that good and that dominant. Yeah. Even when he's on yeah, but cocaine, this, yeah, but this he list was so much better list than everyone for, else. This list isn't for talent and stuff. It's for personality-wise, being a diva, being a, a loser, you know? Yeah. Being a scumbag. He is a scumbag, but, yeah, I, he just is... He's undoubtedly... He's achieved so much in his professional career that it's tough for me to sort of... I, I do get what you're saying, but... I just my people on this list. He's have he, also unfilled unfilled potentials because of the fact that they've been. He's, he's been saying he's going to move up to heavyweight for a decade, a decade, and he hasn't done it because he's scared. Yeah. Like this is comparable to Ben Simmons not wanting to play basketball. He doesn't want the glory of going to heavyweight and certifying himself as the goat. Um, well, I think many people do consider him as a goat. I don't think many do anymore. If they do, if they don't, it's because they don't like him. It's not because and because he's a drug cheat, so none of his wins are credible. <sighs> I, I, but I just look at the competition that he fought in that light heavyweight division. Probably he fought all the best high, the, the in the best division at that time in the UFC was the light heavyweight division when he was champion. Yeah, and now it's the worst division, and he because damn near lost because two he people. smacked around everybody and had gave no I one mean, else a chance. He he lost to Reyes, got the luckiest decision I've ever seen, and that dude is, is a bum now. Yeah. So it and he 
But he beat Daniel Cormier. I mean, you talk about ring rust. Ring rust is a real thing. But Daniel, uh, but he smoked Daniel Cormier um, after he was out of the, what was it two years or something? He was out of fighting. Um, yeah. I, and Daniel Cormier at that time was arguably one of the best fighters in the UFC. I know. I feel like DC's kind of overrated. I mean, he beat a lot of top people, and he was champion. And John Jones just smoked him. Mm. But it's just it's just such a mismatch in terms of size. Like DC is so short compared. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Well. Okay, I'll, my number two. Okay, it's a mm-hmm. bit of an out there one. You, you, you'll know him, but it's Balotelli, Mario, Mario, good old Mario. Okay, um, I can see it. it just an absolute. I mean, in terms of the word diva, if you were going to put a picture in a dictionary of a diva, it'd be Mario Balotelli. I mean, the amount of shit houseery this guy did because he had a bad attitude, and it's not shit house shit houseery that's funny. You know, they, they do it for memes. He's doing it because he has a real attitude problem. I mean, I remember in like the preseason where he was one on one on goal, and he did like a, what was he did like this stupid skill move <laughs> to try and backheel it in the net when he was one on one with the keeper, um, and he got benched right after. He just throughout his career, maybe you can say he was sort of, um, he, he was mismanaged by managers, you could say, um, and by coaches that he played for, but and he was a great player at his mm-hmm. best, but I think. He torched his career because of his bad attitude at Man City, um, it, a, a, a bunch of clubs really across Italy as well. And now, where is he? he he's doing nothing. I don't know. Um, he, last time he played for a, oh, I can't remember some lower league team in Italy, but one of the great, one of the most talented players of our probably generation of growing up. Really. One of the most talented. Yeah, unbelievably talented. At, on his day, Balotelli was unbelievable. But I mean, I remember he was hyped for a bit, but... He was a great player, but know. he just had major attitude problems. And I I nearly put Balotelli slash Carlos Tevez in this list. Uh, Tevez was... Oh, my God. He, he had a great career. Yeah, but he was a diva. I mean, my <laughs> God. He left Manchester United for Man City, and, then, and, Man, and he put on a billboard, Welcome to Manchester. And then... After he won the title with Man City, he said oh, he said something about Alex Fox. I can't remember the exact quote, but it it was he's just I mean, but he's more of a I didn't include him because he's more of a shit house for the memes. He, he does it because he does have an attitude problem, and he quit on Man City as well. He, he did refuse to go on to the. He was sitting on the bench. He refused to get subbed on because he was disappointed. He didn't start, and then he didn't play. Then he just was golfing for six months in Argentina. So he is a bit of a diva as well. But I just think Balotelli. Um, it is a different. Didn't level. he have like some sort of singlet on that said something or like a bib or something? Mate, he did everything under the sun, uh, Carlos Tevez. But I, again, no, I differentiated him from this list because he did have an amazing career and he was an unbelievable player. Um, and my list is sort of dictated on how their personalities have impacted their careers. So that's why okay. I didn't put him on. But I, I think Mal- Balotelli for sort of a throwback. Oh, that's weird to say throwback. It would sound old, but um, a bit of a throwback to put Balotelli on there. Yeah. All right. Well, number one, Ben Simmons. Wow. What a surprise. What a surprise. Why do, Why is Ben Simmons a, a diva? I don't know. Well, uh, how about we do this briefly? Because we already did kind of roast him a yeah. bit. Um, we'll do it collectively because my number one is obviously Ben Simmons as well. Uh, just an absolute problem child. Has no idea what a work ethic is. No idea what... Uh, you know, how to overcome adversity, you could say. Uh, I, I, I just has the mental strength of a peanut. Um, so I, I don't know what yeah. else to say about it. The guy, he, he just has no, he has all the ability in the world, but no willpower to actually do anything about it. And he yeah, has no, I don't know. he has no idea about the consequences of his actions. I just don't know what this guy wants, you know. He clearly he's doesn't just, like basketball. I don't know. I think he wants to be a fashion model or something, but... He doesn't like basketball. It's clear as day. I, mean, why do, I feel like he does like it. It's just... He, he likes needs, what it brings. He just needs to be in the perfect situation to enjoy it. He played AFL growing up, didn't he? I, th- I think I he, don't pl- know. he grew up in Melbourne, I think, so that's why he's not a great person. Let's be real. Um, okay. Melbournians. <laughs> I guess. No, I'm joking. Uh, but I think that he grew up playing AFL. I think... I just think he probably got told as a kid that he was going to be a really good basketball player because his dad was tall and he was tall growing up and he was super athletic. And I just think he was 
you know, you get in, you know, in school when all the tall kids are sort of pushed into sports by coaches and stuff. And I think he just took to basketball and ran with it. I don't think he's passionate about it. And look, I don't know the guy, obviously, but it just seems well, like well, he has I, no desire to be a better basketball player than he already is. Well, I've actually had the pleasure of meeting him. Have you? Yep. And he was a scumbag. What, what did he say to you? He said, Oscar, you can't have a photo, you stupid bitch. You're not cool enough to get a photo with me, mate. How did you know? How did he know your name? Because I said, hey, mate, I'm Oscar. Could I grab a photo? Is he this like, Jake? Like, <laughs> 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 and he was like, no, fuck off, mate. It sounds r- believable, but I've I know it's horseshit. I've, I've got a fashion show to get to. No, he said he got a fashion show to get to. Is that what it is? Yeah. Excuse. I haven't, well, mate, no wonder you don't like him. If, Jesus. If, I, if I bend down to have that photo with you, that's another six months of a back injury I've got to deal with. <laughs> no, he, I don't expect you to do it. It's another excuse not to play basketball. I mean, <laughs> oh God, I was bending down to take autographs with people. I, I just, sorry. I, it, it hurt my mental state, the, the mean, amount of people that wanted that's, my autograph. That's a better excuse than hurting it in the middle of your sleep. Yeah, um. yeah this, didn't Stephen A make that like analogy? Like he must have been doing something in the bedroom to be fucking to um to break his back like that. Jesus, be out for three months. Jesus, what were you doing, buddy? Um, but yeah, I I just think he's just an awful, awful, awful uh, role, role model. model athlete. He's not a bad. He's a great athlete. He just has a terrible mindset to be a professional athlete. Um. But yeah, I think that's enough rinsing of Ben Simmons. Is there anything else um, that you'd like I to think discuss? That's it. Anything that is else? it. Anything you want to talk about? Um, not really. I think obviously I'm looking forward to the playoffs that are going to continue. Manchester United, not really. I mean, we signed. To, I'm pretty sure I mentioned on the last one. We got Ten Hag against Arsenal. We were actually a lot better, a lot more improved, but lost. Lost because Alex Tellers is not how to kick a ball. Bruno Fernandez is a melon, and that's about it. Um. It's just disappointing. We're not going to make top four. We're going to be in the Conference League with Cristiano Ronaldo, which is so depressing. Without Cristiano Ronaldo. Mate, who else is going to pay that geezer 500 grand a week? I think no one. I think 98% of clubs that can afford it would do it. Yeah, but they can't afford it. That's the thing. Only PSG can afford it, and they're not going to. Oh, imagine if PSG get him. Wow. Actually, I could kind of (laughs) see it, to be honest. If Mbappe were to leave, if Mbappe was to leave, that would be awesome. Ronaldo. Sue, Suey. Um, but yeah, I think that it, it's just disappointing from a Manchester United perspective. It's between Arsenal and Tottenham at the moment. Mm. Not much to really watch. I don't even care about it anymore. We have no other competitions to worry, worry about. I'm just hoping for next season. Um, yeah, oh, but it's like, fuck, we're not even in Champions League next year. It's kind of dead. Yeah, but we're going to have to rebuild. We're going to be rebuilt under Ten Hag. Yeah. It's just not we're going to get all the bad players out. I'm going to get... So many good ones in. That's how you're supposed to think. But yeah, it's not great. Um, but other than that, it's a sort of exciting sports week. Champions League. I'm not too sure if Liverpool are playing tomorrow morning. I, I assume then it might be. I'm not too sure. Mm. But I know that Liverpool are playing. Um, and they're playing Villarreal. What, what, what's your anticipated result? Villarreal. Is this the semis? Yeah. Villarreal are in the semis? Oh my god, it's embarrassing. Wait. We we beat them in the group. Yeah. And they're in the semis. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been great, to be fair to them. Uh they beat Bayern Munich, so oh. they must be good. <sighs> no, they can't be. Well, Bayern Munich just won the German title again, so they're not bad. Um but yet, what do you what's your do you do you think Villarreal have a shot at it? Do you think they, they have a they shouldn't have a shot at it? Well I'm praying, because imagine a Liverpool Man City final. Yeah, uh, I'd rather see that than Villarreal. Really? I want to see good As a teams. Man United fan, you'd rather see Liverpool versus Man City. Yeah, because I like watching good teams play each other. I'd rather not watch Man City or Liverpool win in Champions League, though. <laughs> I'd, I'd sacrifice that one game of good football for Liverpool-Man City. Uh, for not having one Liverpool-Man City. Win. One of them's going to win. Because not, not Man City's going to be Madrid. Well, Real Madrid could win uh, against against Man City, and... Villarreal could beat Liverpool. That'd be the dream. Imagine that. <laughs> Real Madrid, They just Villarreal. fall at the and last title against Villarreal in the Champions League final against Real Madrid. Spanish Champions League final. Out of I'd nowhere. much rather have when, that. When this was meant to be like the shittest the Spanish League's been in time. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, you would get a lot of Spanish fans just chatting crap about how good their league is compared to the Premier League. But yeah, a good title race as well in the Premier League. But again, between Liverpool and Man City. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's just so depressing to be a football fan for Manchester United at this point. But anyway, good good chat today. Hopefully, uh, 
Lakers win their next series. Oh, mate, you know, you know, in the playoffs. Yeah, like, hopefully the Clippers win. Yeah, but we uh, had injuries, uh, didn't we, mate? Uh, uh, you uh, had a uh, you had a bad roster, didn't uh, you? Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And do you want to send us out? Yep. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I love that transition. Bye. Bye. Peace.